first time I saw Vince Evans, he had no shirt on. It looked like a Greek god, Adonis, and zipping the ball 70 yards down the field, ripping it on out routes. And I'm thinking to myself, if you gotta look like this and throw the ball like that, I will never play here at USC. Welcome to Through the Tuttle, a Game Change Productions podcast that dives into sports and the life lessons that can be learned from them. The podcast is inspired by the book of the same name, written by Game Change co-founders Paul McDonald and yours truly, Jack Barrage. On the show today, Paul and I discuss the importance of focusing on your own strengths and passions and not trying to be someone else. We hope you enjoy the show, and please check us out at GameChangeNation.com or on one of our social media pages. So it's interesting that when you saw Vince Evans, you were pretty intimidated because when people look at your career, you went on to become starting quarterback on the national championship team, all-American quarterback, went on and played in the NFL. But when you first got there, I think people don't realize about you, you were a freshman and there were nine quarterbacks on the depth chart and you were number nine. You've told me this great story, which I love, is the first day of practice, the other eight guys were all playing catch and you had to go find like a student manager to play catch with. Yeah. So how do you go from being this guy who sees Vince Evans, this supremely athletic dude, and you're ninth on the depth chart, how do you go from there to being a guy who can even become a backup, much less a starter, much less an All-American? What was that progression like? How did you even do that? It took a lot of grit to do it, you know, because there was, uh, there was a lot to overcome, one of which was the fact that I was never going to be Vince Evans, um, no matter what I did. Right. I was never going to be as fast as he was, no matter what I did. I was never going to be as strong as he was. I was never going to throw the ball as far as he could, as hard as he could. Uh, by the way, he, he threw it without laces, too, which is kind of interesting. Wow. Never used the laces. Wow. Uh, he had a little needle, and he stuck it in the ball, and, and, and air would come out. <laughs> you heard of Tom him, Brady, Him right? and Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah he was before, way before Brady. Before they were way before Brady. <laughs> yeah, and he was a master at it. Anyway, um, I digress. But I wasn't ever going to be Vince Evans. Right. So I had to focus on Paul McDonald. Mm-hmm. So who was Paul? What was Paul good at? How do we uh, improve those areas, refine those areas uh, to get it to a point where it's completely reliable? But you can't throw the ball as far as the guy. You're not as fast as the guy. So what are those things that you can do? Worked on mechanics till the cows come home and footwork. Footwork was a key thing for the quarterback coach, Paul Hackett. I mean, that was a huge thing. Also, cerebral from the neck up, making good decisions not throwing interceptions, getting the ball to the right guy on time. So footwork gets gets the ball to them on time and understanding the defenses, obviously anticipating and reads and and all of that were hugely important. That's a lot of film work Mm -hmm. in the film room to understand defenses and how they work. Uh, and what you want to, you know, where you want to get the ball versus cover three or two or whatever defense you're running up against. Yeah. Uh, and so those are the things I spend a great deal of time on, a great deal of time on. And if you're in the film room and you've kind of started figuring out what's going to happen, when it's on the field, you see it maybe a little quicker than the guy who hasn't right. put in that effort. Right. So that may, there is the speed makeup, yes. right? Right. You're seeing it faster. You're reacting to it faster. So you may not have that foot speed, but you have the brain speed. Yeah, I mean, most of our stuff was in the pocket. So, you know, I wish I had the foot speed when I got out of the pocket. (laughs) Like John Robinson used to say, um, he doesn't run very fast, but what's good about that 
is while he is running, he could see what's going on downfield. <laughs> <laughs> so I had that going for me. But uh, yeah, you, you know, you have to be who you are, right? right? You have to understand who that is, right. and then take that and understand how you can improve that person. How, you know, and that's what I did. How, how can I, how can I get better at the accuracy? How can I get better at the timing and the anticipation? And and, and I improved from my first year to my senior year. Those three years, I improved a tremendous amount. You know, you figured out that Vince Evans wasn't going to be who you were. You were going to be the cerebral quarterback. You were going to be the accurate quarterback. And I think that translates to people in in life, right? I think there's, in any career that you enter into, anything you walk into, there's going to be people more talented than you. Yes. So you have to figure out what are you more talented at, right? Isn't and that in your in your case that was that was the cerebral part, but in and other people's, it could be anything. It could be anything that they're uniquely talented at. It could be anything. That's why you need to tap into who you are. That's, you know, the number one thing that everyone needs to do, no matter what it is. So you may not, you know, when you graduate from medical school, you might not be the top of your class, but maybe you have other gifts that you can bring to the table that could allow you to have a flourishing practice, right. no matter what that is. And that could be the business acumen, that could be the personal relationship acumen, that could be whatever. Um, maybe just people love you and they want to work for you and you, so you hire the best people and so maybe you're partnered with others. It, it could be anything but understanding you know, obviously who you are is like you know the number one starting point for anybody no matter what they're doing and for me you know with getting from the ninth string quarterback to becoming the starter you know it was a lot of sweat, a lot of time, a lot of effort uh, and, and why did I do that? Why? Because I loved it. Right. Right, and I think also that one of the things that people get hung up on, and it's really great that you didn't, at a young age you kind of figured out, is this whole keeping up with the Joneses thing. So the natural reaction might be, well, if Vince Evans is strong, I'm gonna do nothing but get in the weight room. If Vince Evans is fast, I'm gonna figure out a way to get as fast as he is. And obviously you, you can only do that to some degree. You're, you, God gave you a body, he gave him a body. So, you know, I think in our society that's a big problem is, is that we're always comparing ourselves to other people and, you know, the guy next door, what he's accomplished, so, well, now I got to go and accomplish it rather than just focusing on your own life and what you've got and, and being happy with it and having gratitude. There's only one of you. There's only one Jack Barrett. There's only one Paul McDonald. Uh, and there's only one of the eight billion people are out there. There's only one unique person in each of the eight billion, right? So, uh, but that's the issue is we, we tend to compare ourselves with others. And um, the big culprit today, you know, is social media. Yeah. Uh, and uh, somebody had like 50 likes. Well, I'm going to get 100 likes. And, right. you know, right. it's, it's your value as a person is viewed and judged by the number of likes you get. No, right. that's not the case. If you've got great content to put out there, put it out there. And expect nothing in return. No right. attachment to an outcome. Just right. you want to put it out there, put it out there. You're not comparing yourself with others. As I like to tell my wife, Allison, it's not a competition. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. But yeah. we make everything a competition. Oh, we, even Instagram, like you said, is it a competition? And we live yeah. our best Instagram life. We're right. in a cool restaurant or on a cool vacation. And it's all about kind of putting on that, putting on the dog for other people rather than just really focusing on the things in life that are more important, you know, your family, your health, and everything else. It becomes this thing, this competition, that, I, you know, it's easy to get sucked into it. Totally. It's very easy, um, and you know, in sales, we even post every month, you know, uh, one through thirty, who's in the lead and who did the most production and all right. this other stuff. And so, yeah, you, you know, 
if you're motivated by that, that's good. I mean, to be competitive is a really important thing, right? Yeah. You want to do your best, right? right. right. But you know, you need to be your best self, right. not somebody else's best self. So do your best, it'll be good enough. Yeah. If it's not, then you should be doing something else. There's, you know that your best self thing, I think people get a little bit uh, intimidated by that. Like they have this standard they have to achieve of, uh, and, and even that becomes a competition. I think they lose the sight of the meaning of it, which is that, again, your best self is what you're the best at. And what you might be the best at might not even have anything to do with your career. You might be the best little league coach. You might be the best brother, sister, whatever. Um, and so when we talk about your best self, it's not just your best self as compared to the guy next to you, it's your best self. And that's all you can do is you know, be the best you can, not what other people expect of you or what you expect of yourself compared to other people. And in every phase of your life, not just your job or what you do to make money, in you know, your relationships, and if you're a parent or a child or a brother or sister, whatever it might be, uh, it's uh, in your, what you give to society, what you give to community, your, your, your charitable endeavors, things like that. Uh, it's your body, you know, taking care of your body, your fitness level, what you put in your mouth, it's being conscious of all those things. It's, it's all of those things, right, and more. It's the spiritual side. You know, are you being still? Are you connecting with your higher power, uh, whoever that might be? Uh, because that's important. All of those elements are critically important uh, to have a fulfilled life, right, and have balance in your life. So uh, how could you possibly compare yourself with another? Why, why, why should you? Why would you? Because we're all so different people. But I think it's encouragement that you could bring your best self to each and every day if right. you look at it that way. Yeah. Instead of looking at the next person, you know, I could never be Vince Evans, right? I could be, but I could be a really good Paul McDonald, maybe the right. best Paul McDonald. Right. And actually a great story to tell is Vince Evans uh, at the end of his senior year was MVP in the Rose Bowl. And uh, we were sitting there kind of in a, a post Rose Bowl meeting with the entire, all the quarterbacks. And I thanked Vince for what I learned from him. I said, thank you so much for you know, helping me uh, grow and evolve this freshman year that I had. And he said, no, Paul, you, you helped me a lot. I'm like, how did, I, how did I help you? Right. He said, you showed me how to put touch on the football. Right. And I said, Vince, I thought I was throwing it hard. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, 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 really. Because he had one speed. Right. He'd throw a, a swing route to the back who was 10 yards away, right. the same speed on the ball as he'd throw up. 30 yard on a line in route. Yeah. Or so we can learn from each other. We don't have to yes. compare and compete with yeah. each other, but we can that learn from each other. That meant a lot to me, and that really opened my eyes uh, with just what you just said. Everyone's learning from everybody else. We're all in this thing together. We can all pick up uh, something from somebody else so that, again, we can improve, we can grow, we can evolve. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Through the Tunnel. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it. It'll really help others who love sports and the lessons they provide to find the show and together create Game Change Nation, a community that is dedicated to lifting each other up. Also, we'd love to hear your stories, so please visit GameChangeNation.com or any of our social media pages to give us your take on sports and life. And finally, check out our book, Through the Tunnel, which is now available on Amazon. Thanks again for listening and have an awesome day.